0: Hello and welcome to K-pop Corner, a safe and fun space where we get to talk about our all-time favorite
1: thing, K-pop. K-pop. Hello, my name is Layla. Hello, my name is Mariah. Welcome to episode twenty-four.
0: Oh my god, we're like almost at
1: thirty episodes. What? No, we're so behind, but it's fine. It's fine. It, you know what? We're not following a schedule. It's this is our schedule. This is our schedule now because there's too much happening. Because we have so many schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I just want to say, this episode... Oh, wait, before, before. How are you, Layla? What's happening? Fine, Any why? Any update? I don't know. Oh. Just uh-huh. life update. No, nothing really. Life is very quiet. Yeah. Same. Nothing. Uh-huh.
0: I wish I had something exciting to give you, but nothing.
1: Yeah, me neither. No, genuinely, I have nothing. I just
0: we... do the same thing every day. You know, Okay, genuinely, you know, Day 6 Zombie, I feel like that's genuinely my life.
1: <sighs> the song really...
0: I, c- I i i put it on my band list at the moment because whenever i hear it i cry
1: i get it it's yeah. same it's on my sad bitch hour playlist yeah i do feel like i'm just living the same day every yeah. single day
0: but if, yeah, other than if, that. if you're in the
1: uae there's a karfoor sale happening until the she's
0: cutting that out we are not giving them a plug on this podcast <laughs>
1: this is Happening in my life, all I can see is now you
0: know what it's like. You know, when we go to the stores, and I'm like, Oh, did you know this place? That's
1: all that walks around in your head. I think it's why I also hate shopping so much. Oh, genuinely, I yeah. like I love doing my shopping there, but now I'm just like, I don't want to see Over this building it. ever again. Well, I've been watching Hometown Cha 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 thing, it's, it's just too cha 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 cha. It's great, I love it. That's about it. That's all-life update I have.
0: Oh, I finally watched Goblin, the oh, K-drama. Oh, yes! uh, I put it off for a year... Because everyone kept telling me, you're going to cry so much, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I don't want to watch that. Why would I do it? Anyway. And she's like,
1: you cried watching Goblin. <laughs> yeah,
0: I got forced to watch it. And I have never cried so hard in my life. Oh, my God. Do you think maybe that's why I can't breathe at the moment? Because ever since I, I watched...
1: Didn't I tell you, I think you're having difficulty breathing because of how much we... <laughs> and. <gasps> no,
0: no, it's n- no, it's not definitely not because of that. <laughs> no.
1: But anyway, yeah, I think maybe that's
0: why Goblin did it.
1: There you go. But anyway... Um, this episode was inspired by the recent um, little thing that happened with James Corden on the Late 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 Show.
0: Yeah, so he just, he's been doing this for years where he makes his friendships that he has with celebs work when he needs them and he's been doing it because i don't know if you know but i was a one direction fan (laughs) um but he's been doing it since they were around and his i'll give it to his producers they are incredible because they know how to work the audiences to bring the people in but he's doing it with bts again and you know i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed the content carpool karaoke was great i was like oh my god so cute but what i liked about it was bts not James Corden but he like really manipulated that relationship Mm. to bring people and viewers in and then they were at the UN General Assembly last week and he just in his opening speech just showed his true colours Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did like that typical oh 15 year old girls were watching the UN General Assembly
1: and I was just like grow up why are we back to this stereotype I know like I'm pretty sure it was writers who gave it to him but I mean at the end of the day he was the one who read it I don't know. Ever since he called himself Papa Mochi, I was just like, you're not my Papa Mochi. Oh like, God, it's so, it's so gross. Yeah. Um. But like this whole idea, people got, so people got pissed off over two mm. statements. The first one was like, oh, I was surprising that BTS was in the UN. Fine, fair enough. You don't really see celebrities in the yeah. UN General Assembly. But it's because they're the biggest name now. So surely you would see them. And yeah. it's the second time for them in the UN anyway. But I think what people should be angry about is this whole stereotype of 15-year-old girls, like you said, watching the general assembly. And the whole point is to get people to watch the young the young to watch the assembly in the first place so yeah. yes james you are correct that's the whole point point. and like
0: the whole point of bts's speech was literally this younger generation people constantly look down on them they call them the lost generation yeah. they're lazy blah 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 and i'm sorry james corden did you have to grow up in the middle of a pandemic i don't think you did yeah. you just sat on your backside <laughs> eating what you ordered in bloody gavin and stacy Oh my god, I can't. It makes me yeah. so like my, when I watched it, I refused to watch it on YouTube because one, I didn't want to give him the views. Yeah. And two, I was just like
1: Oh, they took it down
0: anyway. Yeah, it made my blood boil. And I was just like, This is literally why we started the yeah. podcast. Because we we're like, we wanted to break the whole stigma of, oh, fans
1: are only 15-year-olds, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And no, they're not. Yeah, no, they're not. There's so that's the thing with K-pop. There's so many like adults boys girls whichever like everyone it's just because it's a boy band yeah they immediately like stereotype it. and it also really sounded sexist to me like oh brilliant 15 year old girls yeah. only think boys like no they're i'm sorry which celebrity got any young person to watch general assembly of the un yeah no one that's I mean, the whole point
0: i'd never watched it before. i never BTS. watched
1: it I mean, I still didn't watch it, but I... <laughs> yeah, like, I just... It really,
0: really did not yeah. sit right with me. I was like... Ugh.
1: And it's just this whole stereotype about K-pop, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, like, yeah. it
0: literally is only when it comes to... Not just K-pop, it just... It comes down to it when it's girls and musicians or actors. You, you will never hear a grown man saying... Oh, you know, look, they're following the Rolling Stones around. Oh, crazy, crazy behavior. And I read this article the other day that, oh, it made me even more mad. You know how? every single time there's every now and then there's like a story about a celebrity having a stalker blah 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 recently ariana grande someone showed up outside of her house with a knife it was a man right 9 times out of 10 these like invasive stalkers are always men but it's it's always the crazy women stories yeah, that come all out it's the crazy girls yeah. crazy fan girls and don't get us wrong there are those crazy girls but like majority are relatively sane with a little bit of delulu
1: yeah yeah and also like you'd never see people When boys or like men were breaking down a couple of weeks ago because Messi left Barcelona, people were like, oh oh my God, Messi. But, like, if, if I don't know, someone enlisted in the military in a K-pop band, oh, my God, girl up. They're like, yeah, You're that, such a crazy girl. Why are you upset?
0: Like, I'm sorry, you literally cried because a man who kicks a ball... Bo- okay, I'm sorry to anyone who likes football that may listen to this, but you literally cried over a man kicking a ball. I can't cry over a man leaving me for two years to yeah. go and serve his country.
1: Make it make sense. Exactly. So the whole... Listen, everyone to their own passion. Yeah, remember. We're not here to, like, talk badly about football or any of that but just when it comes to k-pop there will always be that one person or that one i don't know journalist who reads one article about the dark side of k-pop and slave contracts yeah and then they're and then stuff that happened used to happen in the early 2000s or like the 1990s Mm. they're like oh my god look at this bts are actually struggling and Blackpink are actually slaves to their company no So, it's
0: just like, it's literally doing the bare, I mean, I will admit to it like at work sometimes, I read the headline and then I go on air and tell a story. It's the bare minimum. But like, you know, if you're gonna write something and publish it for the world to see, make a bit more of an effort to do some research. It's not that difficult.
1: Yeah. So in the thousands and thousands, or maybe not thousands, hundreds of articles about the dark side of K-pop, we're here to talk about the bright side of K-pop.
0: Something that no one really talks about. No, and it
1: was very difficult to find these things. <laughs> so um we're just gonna start with the first point. And it is okay, this is kind of like a little bit a little bit like history, but not too much. It's gonna be like our first educational like episode that we've done in a while. Yeah, like this this was we sat down and we researched and stuff. So the first one is K-pop and the K-entertainment industry in general saved the Korean economy. And I'm not talking about, like, the recent years. We're talking about back in 1997. So grab your pens and papers, everyone. This is... Oh, wait, someone's on Who Who is this? Oh, it's, Han- it's Hansei. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... We all know back in 1997, there was the IMF crisis or the Asian financial crisis, which started in Thailand. Basically, something. About-
0: oh, that's when all the 97 liners. Yeah,
1: Ooh. maybe maybe that's why. We yeah. were born out of crisis. Oh my God. Do oh you my oh, oh, oh. God.
0: <laughs> Did we just crack the code? Let's crack
1: the code! Oh, wow, that makes so much sense. But anyway, so there was this crisis with the whole like. Currency exchange, nah, I don't know. I don't really understand economics. But anyway, this happened. Eventually, it traveled to Korea. And everyone, just the country almost like declared yeah, bankruptcy. Yeah. Everyone lost their jobs. There's no money. People were pulling out their money from the banks. And everything just collapsed, okay? So, um, Korea got a bailout from the IMF, which is the... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> One second. International Monetary Fund. Uh, yes. International Monetary Fund. They took out around fifty-five billion dollars. Okay, but they took that from the Asian Development National Bank and pocket money and World Bank exactly. So they took out around twelve billion from the IMF, yeah. and they had five years to pay it back with interest.
0: Like that's a lot of money. That's a lot back. of money,
1: and the country was broke. Yeah. So the one story we all hear about is how the country did this like nationwide um, gold campaign. So people. Around 3 billion, 3 billion. Three million people donated their gold to the country, blah blah That's blah. That's
0: like crazy to me. Right? Okay, like you know when you get married, like in our culture, you know, it's everyone always gives you gold Yeah. your mother gives you her gold that has been given to it's her like by the savings it's yeah, good to have. imagine you've imagine ha- you've got like this these family heirlooms and they're like, Right, we need the gold. Yeah, sorry, we the, need it. The
1: government, but like people donated it. It's yeah. not like the government was like, Can we pay it now." No, they were like, "Take it," because yeah. it was really shameful for them that they took out money from the. Island. I know. So it counted to around two point two billion dollars in total. Oh, not even making. Not even enough. So there was the president da, Kim dae Jung, and he was fascinated by like how America did the entertainment industry. So he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna put a budget of five hundred million dollars in the." In the entertainment industry in like the hallyu wave in general i feel okay? like we
0: should like personally everyone let's personally thank this man because Kim yeah thank you thank president. you
1: um but anyway so they put a lot of money into the entertainment industry and um you know i will always give them a shout out there's this episode and ask me about k-pop it's called the ministry of k-pop and they talk about this in detail so if you want to listen to it
0: there's also a really good like youtube documentary that came yeah. out like mid-pandemic about you know, how K-pop began. Yeah. I think it was literally, it's literally
1: called like K-pop. It's a YouTube documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, so SM Entertainment alone in the two thousand got around like $17.6 million and JYP got money and YG Mm -hmm. got money. And they managed to pay that, the entire debt in 2001. And it only took them three years to pay that massive loan. I would like
0: to hear, see James Corden try to pay back a loan exactly. like that. He could never.
1: No, like, K-pop now is approximately a $10 billion industry in Korea. It doesn't... It's not massive compared to, like, the country's GDP. Yeah. But it still brings in so much. BTS alone give $5 in the But the, the thing company. is, like, that does not
0: surprise me at all. I think someone that is new to K-pop might be like, are you serious? Like, that's insane. Yeah. But that... If you look at how much like K pop and like K beauty and K culture all brings into the Korea, it's insane. It's
1: insane. The amount of tourists, I think it's like around 19 million tourists per year that yeah. just come for K dramas and K-pop. And like the, the Korean culture is everywhere now. So it's yeah. doing it great. You have not only Korean fried chicken, every store you'll find like, yeah. across the road. The food is everywhere. Korean lessons, people wanna learn Korean. Korean so. beauty, like skin Exactly, so the K industry, it's genuinely, it made Korea so attractive to the yeah. world that it is such a great destination to be now. So all thanks to the industry, to the entertainment industry. So that was our first point. Um, next one is, the power of fandom. Which, oh my God,
0: it winds me up how much people like underestimate it. Yeah. Because like, just don't underestimate the power of a group of people who are very passionate about like, band.
1: Yeah. And all we hear about fandoms and K-pop is just how crazy they are. And yeah, like, oh, oh my, my god, god. Did you hear about this fandom fighting with this fandom? Yeah, it's it's not news anymore. The one thing that makes K-pop fandoms like stand out to others is how politically active mm. they are as well. I think it's just one thing that I I pride myself in like yeah. being in K-pop. So one of the things that they did really well was doing the Black Lives Matter mm. um which there were a lot of like anti black lives matter hashtags like all lives matter and white lives matter and all the stuff
0: that just make you roll your yeah. eyes like what are you doing or blue lives matter yeah like on... this isn't your time go yeah. away it,
1: it's not now it's not the time yeah so a lot of what k-pop fans did is that they drowned all these hashtags with fan cams oh this is my favorite <laughs> thing like nice. i feel
0: like it was so like a pandemic you know yeah. like it was a, t- a pandemic thing everyone was at home like nah not on our yeah. watch
1: And everyone, I think because everyone was stuck at home and obviously we couldn't attend the protests. There are no protests here, but we couldn't attend the ones that are happening across the world. So we just kind of like wanted to help in any way we can. And one of them was like to make, you know, white supremacists that couldn't find the information they needed for the anti rallies Um, so that they K-pop fans literally took over these hashtags so much that on Twitter they were categorized under the ca- K-pop category, <laughs> and I was like, wow, they really did they did well. that. Another thing K-pop fans did during that time was when they flooded a police scanner app in Dallas. Oh,
0: that was so funny! Right, <laughs> so funny.
1: They literally so the police track app would like recognize people's faces in protests and mm. then to arrest yeah. them. Yeah. So it got flooded so much with fan cams again that it just crashed. Yeah. And they were like, the police thing like tweeted, they're sorry, like we're having technical issues with our app. It can't be used anymore. <laughs> so it's, it's great. <laughs> um, was another story is when, okay, so Trump was having his rally. Um, for his like presidential campaign and a bunch of K-pop fans booked in to attend these rallies.
0: See, this is hilarious because I remember this is maybe the first time my uncle talked to me about K-pop. He was like, did you see what your people did? And I was like, yeah, booked out like half of the seats yeah. at Trump's rally.
1: He was like, I was impressed by that. I was like, yeah, exactly. Right? Using their power for good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, half the rally and he was like, wow, we sold out so much that people aren't going to line outside the stadium. Blah. And the rally was empty. They had to like
0: use those blackout like yeah. things that they They're use at cool concerts. Oh, stuff. how embarrassing.
1: Right, like but they use their power for good. Yeah. And another thing that um K pop fans do really well is that they they give it to a lot of charities, which I don't think like I don't see as much with Western artists. See, I I think they do it, but I just I don't. only
0: think they started doing it because of K pop. Right? And I've noticed it more recently. Like I've no I saw like some Harry Styles fans like got money together to donate to a charity for his birthday. And I saw someone else was like trying to buy out like this bus ad for someone else's birthday. <gasps> They're and doing I was that like- as well? Yeah, I was like, that's a
1: K-pop thing, but okay. But I'll go off. Yeah. Um, so just some examples that we have is when Loves donated an Irene's name to a woman's welfare organizations and to single moms um, organizations Another one was from JYJ's Kim Jae-Joon. Um, his fans donated around $10,000 to provide meals for children in Korea. There was the Typhoon Relief campaign, which got NCT fans, Blackpink fans, Super Junior, TVXQ, BTS, and shiny All of them come together to raise money for that the victims. That sounds
0: like um, fan wars ending. So can literally. we do that like, all the time, please? Yes. I know um, people that listen to this podcast like they don't they're not involved they're not with involved. fan wars but like you know the people that are just get a grip
1: yeah no and like you have army alone they do so much yeah. there's like the hope delivery food campaign jimin's busan school donations jin's unicef honors club sugar's hope bridge korea disaster relief oh my god and then planting trees for rm on his birthday they literally planted a mini forest yeah. Um, and then the whole Match a Million which when like BTS donated the one million dollars to Um, Black Lives Matter, and they also donated to the Palestinian Children's Relief, and it's just, wow! It
0: still baffles me that people still decide to, you know, joke about the whole 15-year-old girl stereotype. What? How is this gonna help you in life? And I read this article once. There's this um, Instagram account that I follow, and this girl's a hardcore Harry Styles fan, but she runs like a Newsy account, so every now and then she'll post like a Harry Styles photo. And she was like, you may laugh, but like being a fan, has taught me so many life skills. Like it's taught me to be organized because I used to follow schedules. It's taught me how to make edits. It's taught me how to, you know, write professional letters to agencies Mm -hmm. and stuff.
1: Laugh all you want, but it's helped her. She's got a huge Instagram account. Yeah. Being a fan is not easy. Like all these people who run actual fan accounts dedicate so much of their time and life into this. It's not, you make fun of it all you want, but it's damn hard work like the translation accounts oh my goodness i don't know how they do it they translate entire vlive videos like two and a half hour videos and all they translate and they also
0: sometimes some of them do it live yeah. like this one girl i follow she was translating dawn's
1: live today and i was like oh my god yeah. this is so impressive. when i was watching hansei's like video um for, for his oh, new okay. album they oh, were they. they were doing it live like the translation was done live yeah it's insane. And they're always better than the actual translator
0: yeah. that's translating the live. And I'm like, mm. that
1: is true. Um, but I think like also with fandoms, it's just that sense of belonging in yeah. K-pop. Um, like I don't, you feel like you're part of a community. Yeah. And I know we talk about fan wars all the time, but it's such a small minority that actually yeah. is the loud part of the
0: fan. It's It's always like the negative that gets the publicity and never the
1: positive. Because... Like for example I remember when Solen and I were in Korea. Yeah. There were we were in a cafe and there was a bunch of girls just celebrating Mingyu's birthday so we Aww. went up to them and we're like oh we're 17 we're like we're carrots we're yeah, 17 yeah, yeah. fans so they gave us like their cup sleeves and like That's the so happy cute. birthday menu and they were like oh my god like oh the foreign fans and whatever and we just started talking even though there was like this massive language barrier but it's so nice but though. like we both spoke the same language exactly just love for me you. <laughs> um, and just I remember when Bam Bam was enlisting for the Thai military so it's basically like a it's like a draw a yeah, draw, yeah I was like thinking of the Arabic word. I was like, how do you say this? Um and I remember every single fandom came together to pray that Bam Bam would get the black card, yeah. which meant that he's not gonna in this. In and everyone was so happy for Agassiz when there were enough volunteers that Bam Bam didn't need to even yeah. like draw a card. And everyone was just so happy and I think the K-pop community, when it comes together, it's one of the most beautiful and, like, powerful communities. Oh, it's it's such a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And I think, like, you can agree just, like, being in part of... Like, you make friendships with people, like, oh, K-pop Oh, I'm fans. friends with
0: people on Twitter I don't even know. Yeah like i don't know i don't know their names and they don't know mine because my twitter is anonymous i'm not having anyone know that i have a stan account where i tweet oh my god i'm just so
1: much no thank you She does have and i have a stan twitter as well <laughs> I'm not going to tell I you had the name. To, I had
0: to convince her to get a stan Twitter. She I was like, did. just do it. It's so, it's the most liberating thing ever. You can like whatever you want. You can retweet whatever you want. <laughs> you can say whatever you want.
1: It's so good. It's so good. But like, I feel like I made so many friendships just because of K-pop. Yeah. Like on the Discord, I mean, you know what? I have to say this because last time I didn't and they got really angry. So, you know, when we did the episode about the company, like Cube Entertainment, Mm -hmm. and we were saying, oh, we should make our own company. Basically, we do have our own company and it's called Alikes Entertainment and I'm the CEO. And they got really... With, like, the Discord. Oh! they got really angry that they banished me to the YG Dungeons. Well, maybe you deserve (laughs) to be that. But, like, see, it's just, like we talk every day yeah. and i like me i need to make sure like oh my god are they doing well i yeah, yeah, like yeah, i yeah, hope yeah. they're okay and one time discord went down and i thought i'm never going to talk to them ever again and i panicked cuz no one like we don't really know our real identities yeah 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 but it's just it makes you feel like you belong. Yeah, it's like you're part of something. We're part of so many group chats that are just like K-pop related. Yeah, I know, I, I, I lost count. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and it just makes <laughs> me happy. Like, but it's so
0: nice, you have like a different like group of people to go and talk about yeah. different things with.
1: Like my brother's friend from high school, His, listen, this man is a whole ass 35 year old Okay, guy he messages me about K-pop because he doesn't have anyone else to talk to. And he's just just this German man who loves Luna and Red Velvet. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, I just want to talk to someone about it. And I'm like, I'm here.
0: Let's talk. Um, But yeah. See, it's that again. A 35-year-old
1: German man who is a
0: K-pop stan. I mean, James Corden. James Corden. Sorry you have no taste.
1: (sighs) But yeah, also BTS stands for big time socialists. I'm just saying oh my god that's one of the greatest things to come out of last year
0: (laughs) everyone's like
1: i support the big time socialists i support big time socialists socialist memes for depressed teens oh my god um and okay so the one our third point is about i think the thing that people worry about the most which is idols and their contracts with their company and Listen, there's no denying there is a dark side to K pop. Yeah. But the whole point is that there's a dark side to every single thing. Can in I tell you life. something
0: really stupid? Always.
1: <laughs> Before I got into K pop, you know how
0: everyone used to be like, K pop's a factory, they literally just pump out people. I genuinely thought that there was like an institution where they just, people sent their kids or their kids were taken and they were like trained to become an idol and then they just pumped them out one by one. Oh you can go God. to this group, you can go to that. That's genuinely it's what like I thought. It's like a
1: dystopian kind of thing, you're assigned to a group. Yeah, I felt like it was
0: like what, like Maze Runner, oh. the K-pop edition or something. Oh my god! And then when I got into it and learned about everything, I was like, "Wow, Layla, that's embarrassing for you." Yeah,
1: and it's just okay. Like that's that's the whole point. There's a dark side to everything, and I'm sorry, but like Hollywood and the West have—it's not no say in yeah. this. Enough already. I mean, it, there have been enough like cases over
0: the past year to show you that it's not all flowers and daisies no
1: it's not in anything like in radio in school oh my god in in academia lois tells me academia gossip okay (laughs) so I know there's a dark side to everything. But just like focusing on K-pop's dark side, like, oh, it's a slave contractor. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, of course, like to each company their own. Yeah. Um, and companies can, there is an abuse of power in every single space.
0: It's it's literally in every profession and you can't deny it. And yeah. people will throw their authority around. And I'm, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but it it
1: happens and it's it's not like we can do anything about it. You just have to kind of roll with it. But the country now does try to regulate it. So after the whole TVXQ situation that happened against SM, um, the fair trade commissions in Korea um, started to get involved more in K-pop industries. So they they started demanding, and fans also, this is all thanks to the fans. Again, like fanship, like power. They started demanding better living conditions and better contracts for their idols and trainees. Well, if you look at like some of the early videos of certain oh bands, God. okay, I
0: watched this video of SF9, right? When they were in some of their first dorms. Oh my God. You know how tall Rowan is? Yeah. The boy's feet did not fit on the edge of <laughs> his be fair, bed. To no, be fair, no
1: bed can can handle Rowan, <laughs> like, I'm no. just saying. But like,
0: it was like five people per room. Yeah. And I was like, this is a lot, but it's like, you know, as the companies have
1: grown, I, I, living conditions have got better for certain people. Yeah, um, and like there's this video of Tao talking, I think it was on a Chinese survival show for girls, and he was telling them how bad their con- living condition yeah. was in SM. So I think it was somewhere in the 2000s after the whole TVXQ debacle, what's it called? What's the world? Yeah, that, that one happened. Um, so they introduced the whole seven year contracts. They can't have any more than that, and then they renew. That's yeah. where you get your whole seven year one. But then they started They started releasing more laws saying like companies are not allowed to fire their trainees for absolutely no reason or for like moral reasons that are stupid. Because sometimes they're just like, ah, sorry, we don't want you anymore. They can't do that anymore. That Or
0: like, you know how it's very like training and trainee yeah. days. They all talk about how strict it is. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you'll get someone that just doesn't take a liking to you and they'll be like, you know what? I don't want want you anymore.
1: Yeah, they can't do that. They have to have like an actual reason, and if they do, they have to give them thirty days, which is fair. Yeah, Um, and a lot of the companies that are in that are heavily regulated now are SM Entertainment, YG, JYP, Cube, FNC. Cube should be. If we know anything, should be um fnc leon dsp jellyfish entertainment starship fantasia and so many more these are constantly regulated companies yeah. they're not allowed to have slave contracts anymore and if you guys don't know what slave contract is it's basically when trainees come in and the company spend every single penny they have on them and when they debut they make no money because they have to pay back pay the back, debt. Yeah. and sometimes it triples because of interest and it takes them years to actually start earning money and it's that's awful. yeah it's awful so now it's not a thing anymore and they do have to some like how they pay them the percentages it's different to each company but the big companies are usually like quite good at paying. well this is quite recent i feel
0: especially over
1: the past year like they
0: have started taking idols mental and physical health a lot more seriously so with comebacks and stuff they'll say oh okay with 17 they said you know the eight's not going to be performing that much because he injured his leg or Mm -hmm. you know this person's taking a break because of anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. and i think that's so important especially for like younger fans as well to kind of see that okay you know these people are also human, and yeah. they're taking time out to look after themselves. Yeah. I mean, not that you should, oh, because my idol did it, I'm doing it.
1: It's just, it's nice to see that they are being looked after. Yeah. Yeah. Like, n- they can't be on at all times. Yeah. Like, I really appreciate that JYP is giving Yun like, all the time she needs to yeah. recover from, like, anxiety and stress and all of that. And it is a stressful lifestyle. It's, it's so invasive. And I don't think people understand,
0: like, how like intense it is you are literally constantly always being watched
1: yeah
0: like you can't look at someone without someone being oh. like oh my god oh my
1: god is this a dating room? like yesterday
0: i watched this um so Shonu's month- monthly video came out oh, and it was oh it's so cute he basically pretends to be like a mom baby and he goes and like buys the album set and stuff and he's like oh because i hadn't seen fans in so long i said the most stupid stuff Did I come across really cocky? And he didn't say anything bad. He just said, thank you so much for supporting us and buying the album. And I was like, they really like go back and internalize everything they say. And I don't think like day-to-day people, like, okay, for me with work, if I say something stupid on air, I will go home and like, beat myself up about okay like last week on thursday i oh my god it's actually kind of funny i accidentally said sean marie oh, instead funny. Of Sean Paul. but like for me like that will seriously like not that the rest of the show i was off uh like my, like my mood was off i came home and i was just like oh my god why why am i doing this job kind of thing so like you really have to watch what you say
1: yeah no, I get, I understand. It's, it's too much. And like, they always like, oh, did it come off across Like, cause people analyze every single yeah. thing they do. And I mean, like companies still have a long way to go. Like oh, yeah, they're for sure. not, they're not perfect at all, but it is slightly getting better. Yeah. Slowly every day they are getting, you're seeing more idol, idol interaction. There's oh, girls, boy interaction.
0: Thank you, Yeri.
1: Thank you, Yeri, for paving the way for friendships. Anyway, I don't know. But, like, I think just they're they're giving them time. They're giving them space. Also, I think, like, there's a bit more, like, better living conditions. I mean, I hope so. I saw this video of Golden Child heating the ramen with with a (laughs) hairdryer. Oh, no. Do you remember when we saw that last year? We were like, we have to
0: buy that album. So they, we went through this phase of buying albums. So people had food on their table. I spontaneously bought an Ace album in the middle of the night. because I was like, I wonder if they're eating.
1: Are they yeah. okay? <laughs> and I, I honestly, I think that like, fans are demanding better, yeah. better living conditions for their idols. And th- again, that's the power of fanship. So yes, companies and their contracts are getting better. Now, even like the whole regulation of cyberbullying and the laws of cyberbullying in Korea are becoming really, really strict. Well, I think that's good though, because there especially, people are
0: very keyboard warrior. You know, they'll say stuff and not realize what kind of repercussion
1: it has. Like, who are you to say that about someone that you don't know? Exactly. So I think idols are being a bit more protected now. Yeah. Um, So there's that. I mean- I hope it continues, but we're just saying there is some hope to yeah. contracts getting better. Um, the other one that we wanted to talk about was breaking gender norms. I love this because you can see
0: it like on stage and stuff, like with the outfits that idols wear. And I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? Wear what you want. And for me, when I started getting into K-pop, I was like, oh my god, all these men have flawless skin, what on earth? And I was like, what makeup do they use, blah, blah, blah. And it's just become the most normal thing to me. I don't know if it's because like, okay, we both work in radio, people wear, everyone wears makeup around us constantly. So it's not that weird of a thing, but I think there are people
1: still out there that are like, why are men wearing makeup? Oh, these are not men, they're girls. I think it's just, K pop's really making people feel a bit more comfortable with who they are no, like no matter what. Yeah. Um and like men taking care of their hygiene or like oh, wearing I'm such eyeshadow, a big fan of Yeah. That. Uh, wearing eyeshadow makeup. It's just I think K pop is helping people be unapologetically themselves. Yeah. And I really like that. Like, there isn't this, like, oh, men should only be very, uh, like, macho. No, there are, like, feminine men and there are, like, masculine women and there are feminine, whatever in between. It's great for
0: everyone. It's like with TXT's latest comeback, like, this loser lover song. um, They're, like, wearing, like, you know skirts or kilts and stuff, and there are so many fans out there replicating the outfits. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is fun. This is exciting. It's something that
1: like you know Western culture doesn't
0: necessarily
1: do. Yeah, very I, well. I I know many like so many people who are inspired by K-pop looks yeah. and just skincare or how they do their hair. I never thought in my life of coloring my hair ever, and now I'm like, I really want to color my hair blue. I oh, think why? it looks
0: because <laughs> I like
1: the color blue, Layla. <laughs> i do, I do also feel like
0: it, it It. kind of encourages people to also look after themselves, yeah. which I don't think is a bad thing. Like for me, if I'm feeling really rubbish, I will like go and have a really hot shower and then I'll just do my hair and makeup and it'll make me feel that little bit better. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know
1: what? Let me just do this for myself. Yeah, self care. Yeah. Yeah, But I think it, it really helps, especially for men, like break this whole like fragile masculinity. Yes and just toxic masculinity. Like, let a guy do whatever he wants or they want. Like, they're still, whichever they are. That's what, oh my God. Like this whole just making fun of K-pop men because they wear makeup. I'm just like, just let people be and do whatever they want. Um, Like, okay. (laughs) Hanse in his most recent music video, I never thought in my life I would see this in a K-pop. Music video. He had drag queens in the music video. I know. Good. I, I kind of loved it. Like it's it's a nice change. Drag queens and they looked incredible. I was like, what? Oh, and he has like he has long hair. He has nail polish, yeah. and he's still a man. Yeah. Oh, I love it. um But yeah, that was the, that was a really really nice thing. And thank you Solan for helping us with this point. We're like <laughs> yeah. well, What do we what do we talk about? um another one that we do want to talk about is just developing talent and skill Mm. um Listen, when people go into K-pop, they know what they're getting themselves into. No one's forcing anyone to go into K-pop. I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about idols. When they oh, go, yeah, yeah. When they go into K-pop, they know how difficult the industry is. And it's difficult for a reason. It's not an easy thing to go into. And I
0: also think, like, they don't shy away from talking, like, idols now. They don't shy away from talking about how tough it is. Yeah. Training and no sleep
1: schedule you literally you go to school and you have a training schedule at the same time that's a lot to take on as a young student exactly and it's it's competitive it's insane and these k-pop trainees k-pop idols they are doing what they love they're performing they're dancing they're singing and the companies do give them the opportunity to develop these skills like they're taught by professionals they're taught by actual like like professors in the industry like imagine having boa as your mentor and like singing or dancing so i think it does give them that opportunity and a lot of them genuinely love being on stage they do this because they want to perform they want to sing they want to dance even when
0: they get asked like what would you be doing if you weren't an idol they always say oh i'd be performing in some way shape or form because it's their passion like and i like this i admire people so much They're like you know what this is what i love doing in life and i'm gonna follow it like wholeheartedly and go for it because i think it's something so courageous to do because it's scary making it as an idol is not easy no and, and it's so know, rare. sometimes it's it's not everyone does it like look at woods like he's had such a tough time but now look at him he's doing so well as a solo artist he's killing it but you know, he wouldn't have got there if he hadn't just taken the leap and been like, you know, I'm going to continue exactly. doing this. This is what I love and this is what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't even have to just like stay for like performing and then sang- sang- singing. singing and dancing It also be like producing music. Like Suga loves producing music. So- Soyeon loves producing music. Yeah. There's so There's that opportunity to get, to do what you love and like a platform to actually give it to people yeah. and for it to reach people. Like, I don't think... In their life, they would have thought that, for example, someone from Dubai or whatever is listening to their song that they did in their studio a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, or even years ago. You know, like, they're, like, really early stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, stuff that they they put out and forgot existed. And then you find it, and you're, like, it's a little gem. Exactly,
1: like, when we found the second gen, all these second gen songs. Oh, my God, that was great for us. Right? Like, do you think BTS would have thought 2013 BTS would have thought that they'd be giving a speech or
0: even performing for the UN yeah oh collaborating with Coldplay collaborating with Coldplay who don't collaborate with people like Coldplay with Coldplay when someone wants to cover or perform their song they you have to get literal permission from Coldplay because I remember they they wanted to do it on Glee and Glee, they said to Glee, "No, Thank you're not. God. You have <laughs> no right to perform our songs." Yeah. But also, I think that might have been because Gwyneth Paltrow was on it, and he oh. was like, <laughs> "We consciously uncouple, And so uh-huh. I'm gonna consciously not let you perform my songs."
1: Like, yeah. Li- yeah. Like, coldly, they're so they're so strict. I remember, like, they that they even gave uh, BTS permission to perform "Fix You." Yeah. Yeah. But it's just rightfully earned. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. Like, it gives them the opportunity to connect. And K-pop is so massive and big now that, you know, even if they put something out, it will reach someone. Yeah. And that's the whole point. At the end of the day, okay, it's not about the money. It's not about, like, the the endorsements and the fendi-fendi man, whatever. It's about reaching to other people and connect with other people through music or art or any. It's art at the end yeah. of the day.
0: And it's not an easy thing to do. I think, like, making music is such a personal thing. Yeah. And I think for them, it's... I would be terrified if I had to put a song out if that I'd worked on and I'd written the lyrics because it's something so... I feel like the writing process and the producing process is so intimate. Putting it out there would be terrifying, but they wouldn't have that platform if they didn't go through you know the years of training but it's like that in any profession you have to put the years in and the work in to be able to do what you want yeah i feel
1: like that's just life all around yeah and like the fact that the company does give them a studio it gives them a like they introduce them to producers to writers it's like there's this uh, interview with um, one of the producers for sm and he did like uh, superhuman he did most of the songs for EXO and stuff just watch how he talks about the music process in K-pop it's insane and it requires so much passion and patience that these idols have and at the end of the day it's being received by someone else it's such satisfactory thing that you can't take that away from someone and be like oh but uh, you are under a slave contract like shut up yeah and the last point that we want to talk about I think is just something that we can all agree is one of the things that makes us really happy. And it is the parasocial relationships yeah. in K-pop, which is between the artist and the fans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why, why am I smiling like this? She's like saying it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Cause we both are like, we are very dependent on like, you know, our faves. Yeah. And we we openly talk about it, but it's so unique to K-pop, and you can see other people trying to like dip into it. And I'm like, you're really not doing it as oh well. Oh my god, okay.
1: we are so embarrassed by last week like the last oh two episode. we please did. please erase that from your memory. Oh Thank my god, you. I got like I usually like to listen to our episodes yes. a couple of times because I'm like I like to catch like oh I shouldn't have done that or something. I listened to this once and I could barely go through it because I was so embarrassed for <laughs> I was like, oh, why did we say and that? the entire episode we're just going why are
0: we saying this should we why are we say saying this? this
1: and we just kept going and we're like i can't stop it myself. wasn't even meant to
0: be it was just meant to be a life check-in and it ended up being an expose oh
1: uh, but yeah i think just that relationship that yeah. idols and fans have it's so unique to k-pop yeah. you do not get that With anyone else, because I was I was a bands fan. I loved McFly, I loved Busted, The Wanted, and all these. But I never had that kind of like. They they really don't give. I'm telling you, no, they don't. Like
0: I was very heavily into all of those bands, and like you do not get the same fan service with them as you do with K-pop. Like I used to. Okay, I loved The Wanted in 2012 when I used to still be in London. I used to go to radio stations to go and meet them. So me, my friends Sarah and Amy. We used to go, it was The Wanted and a band called Lawson. And it got to the point where we'd be like, oh, hey. And they'd be like, oh, hey, how are you guys? And, like, they'd know who we are, which was nice. But, like, it was never... It's not that it wasn't sincere. It just, you know, when... You know, whenever Beckon does anything, like when he came on to tweet a couple of weeks ago, it was genuinely so sincere that it put me in such a good mood. He was like, you know, I hope you guys are okay. I'm okay. I'm eating well. Which is so weird. I never in my life would have been like, why am I concerned about what a 30-year-old man is doing in the military? But you know, it, yeah. they genuinely want you to know that they're okay. And they want to know that you're okay. And I just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful right. thing. It's a
1: beautiful, I think it's, Fans and idols are so codependent co- on each yeah. other, and it's like obviously, fans there are some fans who cross the line, but the majority genuinely don't. Yeah. The majority just want to support the fan, eh, the fan, the idol as much as they can. Yeah. Like, when I don't know, like if the uh, what am i saying i like glitched for a second because there's so many <laughs> there's so much
0: i like, looked up into the corner of the room and was like i could see the glitching happening wait yeah. let me just <laughs> <laughs> okay go yeah it's just i think they just co depend yeah. on each other it's true like i i genuinely think when they have to go to do their military enlistment they genuinely miss the like reassurance yeah. they get from fans when their, during that everyday to life, for example,
1: like one thing all bands talk about is like how difficult it is to train and perform and do all these practices. But what makes them more happy again is just when they perform on the stage and they see the fans' faces. Mm. Like I know a lot of the bands are like, "Oh, the most difficult was not seeing the fans' faces yeah. when we perform. We're just performing for a bunch of cameramen." And I I felt that. I was like, I know, I can't even imagine how hard it is for the fans who depend on seeing you guys all the time. And you can tell that idols know that the fans need them and the, the fans know that the idol needs them. Because
0: have you seen like a lot of them have been talking about, you know, going back and doing concerts again. And I was watching 17 in the soup and they were like saying, you know, the first concert back we want to open with such a powerful song, but we think that like the curtain will raise and we'll just be stood there crying in front of the yeah. crowd because it's such a euphoric feeling for them. Mm. And like, I think that's the end of the day. That's why these people become singers. They love to perform. They love to put on a show yeah. and they've not been able to do that for the past two years.
1: Yeah, and I think like all these applications, for example, like V Live, uni- what's it called? Universe? What's Universe? That application for Big Hit oh weverse weverse
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh wait there is a universe is like bubble for like for like
1: like monster x at yeah like like all these applications they genuinely do make that relationship stronger and i i'd like to think that they rely on for example okay i started replying to sung shik on bubble (laughs) i gave i gave (laughs) (laughs) hold up
0: and she also replied to chan
1: yeah, I reply just, to these, chat as well. They're so sweet with their messages. I can't ignore them. So anyway, like shik was talking about how like oh I made this mistake on stage, like I'm so upset. And then fan, I'm pretty sure like fans were like, no, you're so great. You're such a great performer. They get that reassurance that yeah. they need in such a difficult and heavily like judged profession. So there are these fans that are like, oh no, you were so well and you did so great. And he was genuinely like he was disappearing. But you can tell it's because he was reading. Because yeah, if you yeah. see, if you send something on bubble and there's a one next to your message, that means they didn't read yeah. it. But if there isn't a one, it means that it was read. So I sent him like, oh, no, you're great. Oh, I oh. hate when the one goes, though. And the one like, left Ugh. and he's just like... And, he, and then he sent this massive paragraph being like, I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but I just want you to know, like, I'm constantly thinking about you guys. And I'm always so grateful for having you because yeah. I wouldn't be here without you. And yeah. I was like, It's true. So it's just the amount of support that fans show their idols and idols do show that in return for fans is so endearing to me. Mm -hmm. And I find it like, I hate when people say, oh, you get your emotional support from a K-pop man or a K-pop woman. Like, eh, get a life, get some friends. And what about it? Sometimes having real friends is hard for people. Yeah, Like if you have social anxiety or if you're just not in a good space or a good... Geographic space, it can be difficult to make friends, and it can be difficult to be vulnerable with someone. And these people offer it to you in such a safe space and a safe environment that it can't hurt you bad. But also, like who are like these people who say this? Who are you to judge?
0: Genuinely, who are you to judge? Does it affect you in any way, shape, or form? No. Yeah. Just let people do and consume whatever they want. And then, like K-pop, consume (laughs) K-pop. The panic!
1: The panic! <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, oh, oh, she's going somewhere.
0: <laughs> like, just let people do whatever they want uh-huh. to make themselves happy. And the <laughs> amount of people I hear
1: say... <laughs> <laughs> The amount of people I hear say K-pop genuinely saved my life. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I was in the absolute darkest place ever when I before I found K-pop. Yeah. And when I found it, it's like gave me something, a reason to laugh or whatever. Yeah,
0: something to look forward to. Right. Like
1: the other day, I think like two days ago, I was in such a bad mental state that I just I was in a dark room, like genuinely in yeah. my dark room, and I just did nothing and I just was crying the entire time. And I took my phone out. And the first video that came out was The Kingdom, like The Road to, was it Kingdom? Mm. When the boys, Eighties and SF9 and all these oh, do they, yeah, yeah, were doing, yeah. were playing the games. Yeah. I watched that and I laughed so hard. So, it, just, it's so, it brought so much joy and I felt like a breath of life in me Yeah, again. it's like a nice release. Yeah. Like it's, it's
0: relief from literal everyday life. And I like that, you know, for me, like I go to work and then I come home and I'm like, okay. Now what? There's, Yeah, and now what? And then I
1: always feel like I can always go and watch something that's just been released. Exactly, like the other day there were like, I couldn't sleep at six in the morning. What I did, I got Young K's song out, put me to sleep instantly. And it's just such a comforting song. And they, I think they do that as well with their lyrics and with their music, because at the end of the day, yes, it is about the music, but they just give you so much more. And I'm forever grateful for that for, like, that relationship we have with idols. Even if it's, like... It doesn't really mean anything to them, and it's, like, they don't even know your name. Yes, they might not know my name, but they know that there is someone out there supporting them in all corners of the world, and that's what matters to me. I don't care if they know... I straight up... Like, I have always said I
0: would always rather meet my faves, like, in a professional setting because I know I would be able to handle it. Whereas if it was in a fan setting, I don't think I would be able to, like...
1: no. I don't. It. I don't think I'd ever want to meet. Yeah. I'll just be like, "Hello from far away," <laughs> "Hello from far away." But yeah, like it just K-pop genuinely makes people happy, and no matter how ridiculous some people think, K-pop saved so many lives. Yeah, so many lives. I I
0: do not know how I would have got through last year if I didn't find K-pop. Yeah. I don't think I would have made it out in a decent mental state. At no,
1: all. I like. I think I would have been. I, like, I would be now in a much worse mental state than I am. And I think, like, for for us, like,
0: K-pop really, we were, I mean, we were friends before, but, like, you know, it was, like, it was more like, not acquaintances, we were just, like, we were, we were were still close. just,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you past? Good, good, fun, fun (laughs) fall on your back. Uh uh excuse me this listen no, wait, wait, wait. no shut up shut up this girl is making it seem like we used to be like hello Layla how are you I'm fine cool. well thank you Layla and I okay she called me and like oh uh, mother, I think I broke my back or like we had that like we did relationship. we did but it just it made it that we made with that much we just closer. got a lot closer that's what she's saying we were already close <laughs> oh my god I can't believe you like almost past broke up with me what the hell was that anyway we were close did i call you when that happened yeah you were just like "Uh," so i just fell off my horse (laughs) i think i broke my back and i'm like i do i I have no recollection of this phone call you you, called me because i was was like do you want me i was like do you want me to come get you take you to the hospital and you're like no it's fine i'm just in pain and i'm like you know because she laughs when she's nervous and i'm like what is, you know, is I this... drove
0: home from the stables after. She so... drove
1: home with what? a broken back. Well, I I exercised Cooper and then I drove home. I can't. Oh my god. But yeah, like it brings friendships closer. Yeah. Like Lois and I, listen, Lois and I were still pretty close. You wanna pass a breakup with her? Like I just did. no, I will never. <laughs> see see how I phrased it? See how I phrased it? I said Lois and I were pretty close, but this made us even closer. I made friends online, like pen pals yeah it's great like there's so much good that k-pop offers to both fans and idols that people like james corden when they come on their big show being like hey look at that 15 year old girls watching the un general assembly well yes 15 year old girls are watching the un general assembly so we're 30 year old girls so are 30 year old men women like children whoever it literally brings everyone yeah. together, and I'm so tired of the stereotype that anything that appeals more to the females yeah. is looked down on because oh, it's a female gaze, man. I I think like Chris Martin put it
0: very well. Like so, BTS and Coldplay released this um, documentary. <laughs> Who's on bubble? <laughs> it's, no, it's Ace. Their life. Um, they did like a documentary of how they made my universe. And he was like, I just love the message that BTS put out into the world of like love and accepting yourself. And I think that's the case with like all idols. They just want to make the world a better place for people. And if that's what they're doing for someone out there, they've achieved their goal. And who are people like James Corden to judge that?
1: Yeah. If you are a 15-year-old girl watching the UN General Assembly, good for you. If you're a 70-year-old man watching the UN for BTS, good for you as well. Doesn't matter. There's no age in K-pop. Everyone can enjoy everything. It's music. It brings us all together. And this is the whole point of the bright side of K-pop. Thank you. Wow, we really went off. (laughs) so yeah queens yeah because we are queens, queens and queens so what, wait, <laughs> oh wait queens, queens and kings
0: <laughs> sorry sarah don't kill me
1: but yeah this is it's for now oh my god next episode is monthly recap oh my god that means we're closer to october um
0: spoiler bobby's had a baby but... oh, is expecting a, a baby like what a baby i don't know but oh my god so many k-pop babies So many K-pop babies. I'm so excited. I feel like it's going to be a wild one next episode. I know. Purely because, like, (laughs) today I was listening to everything that was released in September.
1: I don't know what the hell I'm going to choose. Oh, this is going to be a very difficult one. So difficult. Also, Expo is next week. Oh, my God. Huge, huge, huge. Huge, huge. We're going to try to get some Expo episodes in here. And, um, yeah, this is it for now. then. Um, Until then, yes. What do we say? (laughs) We've only been doing it for 24 episodes. <laughs> Even though restrictions are lifting. Wear your masks. Mm-hmm. Get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And listen to K-pop. Bye. Bye.